0: And welcome to Buddies Without Borders, the podcast that I regret to inform you still does not have a permanent tagline. (laughs) My name is Stevie Jackson. I'm an actor, writer and producer in Vancouver, BC, Canada.
1: My name is Christopher Royce. I am a writer and a podcaster and other fun things. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area in California, USA. And I'm starting to feel like the tagline (laughs) thing should just be a bit like this is a podcast without a tagline the way Seinfeld was a show without nothing.
0: Yeah, but see, if If you tell people it's a bit, then the bit loses its fun.
1: That's true. But we do like to call Uh, out all the segues, so.
0: The part of the we that is you does like to do that, yes. (laughs) Um, I I would like to, I would just like to quickly apologize to listeners for any background noise they might hear. Uh, It's summer. It's a warm day. My screen door is open. So you might hear a truck or a bird or something.
1: There are lots of birds.
0: Yeah, but They're very uh, friendly just you—you you might hear some stuff in the background, you know, street noise. And and for that, I apologize. I do not, I cannot soundproof this apartment.
1: <laughs> well, I guess we could uh, have you build a little recording booth in your closet, the way some people do.
0: I know people do that, and it just I, mine's so like narrow, or shallow, I should say. It's wide but shallow. Like I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know how I would do it. I don't have a walk-in closet. Like some people do, where they can actually set up in there. Yeah. Um, so it wouldn't. I have I have lots of space to hang stuff, but it's not a very deep. Like it's it's you know it's like one shirt deep. Yeah. So yeah, you can't I don't really want to get in there.
1: <laughs> I don't want to call anybody out in particular, but uh, because of the quarantines, times, uh, I saw somebody who normally hosts their podcast in a studio. Uh, report that they were now recording in their closet and like oh my gosh it's so cramped and then on Instagram it's like oh here's a picture of me recording <laughs> in my closet and it's like a hundred square foot walk-in closet with its oh, own wow. lighting and everything I was like this wow. is not the big sacrifice that you pitched it as like no. I'm sure it's not as convenient as going down to the studio is so I you know sympathies there but it was also like that's just half the size of an apartment that closet
0: wow i i don't know who that is i know um i know georgia hardstark of my favorite murder is is definitely Mm. recording from her closet but it does not appear to be a spacious situation yeah so (laughs) like she's right up there in in the racks of clothes
1: (laughs) (laughs) i've definitely seen a lot of those as well yeah (laughs) <laughs> but I think that kind of DIY stuff is cool. I'm like, oh, here's all the PVC and the sound curtains. And I'm trying to remember. I saw something online that Mark Hamill retweeted. I think it was D. Bradley Baker has a whole website where he set up gear to do his own home studio and everything. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I may have to look that up to see who that actually was. Um, I mean, you, uh, I you can awesome. do a
0: proper home studio if you have the space. I'm mm-hmm. dealing with my living room that still yeah. has to function as my living room. Oh, absolutely! Um, in a rental apartment in which I'm not allowed to replace the curtains, <laughs> so I'm really not. It's a it's a uniformity thing for the building. They want it. They want the front of the building to look nice, so we all yeah. have the same window coverings, and we are not allowed to change them. Um, it's it, you sign to that in the lease.
1: Yeah, that happened to a friend of mine who lived in Seattle. I want to say 15 or so years ago, they built out. Uh, well, not built. That makes it sound like there was construction involved. Uh, they appointed their balcony with all sorts of like extra curtains and cloths and lights and just made this like really amazing space to hang out. And mm-hmm. the building managements were like around and watched them do it. And after a week of them having it, were like, oh, by the way, you can't keep that. Why didn't oh. you tell us that when we were doing it, and you saw us doing it? Like,
0: well, maybe they thought it was temporary. Like, maybe they thought, oh, they're maybe having a party. We'll let them. We'll let them gussy it up for that, and they'll take it down later. And then they didn't take it down.
1: I suppose, but I. That's my, my recollection. Guess. Is that's not the relationship they had with the manager.
0: Ah, it does feel like something that they should tell you. You're not allowed to do. Like we we're not super strict in this building but we're fairly like there's no control over what your balcony furniture is Mm. but you can't hang a bunch of stuff off the front of your balcony you can do plants if you want to have plants yeah um you know like they're not they're they're not unreasonable about it Mm -hmm. but they do want it's a very well-kept building and they would like it to stay that way and and i understand and appreciate that
1: yeah yeah there you go
0: yeah, I can do whatever I want in my own apartment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So like on on the inside, I can do what I want, but I cannot cover up my windows with foam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you probably couldn't uh, staple egg crate pads to the ceiling and do any other. I
0: don't think that would be appreciated, no. And they do come in on a fairly regular basis, like not not to inspect or anything, but we ha- I think there's a yearly sort of like state of the apartment inspection where sure, they just sure. make sure that you haven't destroyed your unit and then they come in once or twice a year to check the smoke detectors. Oh, oh yeah. Um yeah. And uh that's about it. Then they'll come if you call them if you need something. So for instance my manager was here I don't know, about a month ago or so now mm-hmm. um to replace my kitchen light because it's a fluorescent tube. Yeah. And also I I can't get up there myself. Um and the building provides those, so it's not my job to go to Home Depot and buy one. It's my job to call the building management, and the building owner buys it, and the manager comes and installs it. So, And they keep them on site. If she was up the same day, she did not have to go to the store. Uh, so yeah, they come in periodically, but they're not, they're not spying on us at all times, I don't think. We do have cameras in the hallways now, which we never had before, and that I don't love, but... It's only because people were were misbehaving. People were posting up notes in the building on behalf of the tenants and sometimes on behalf of the management when they were neither.
1: Hmm. And
0: uh, yeah, so we had we had some weird behavior going on, so they put in cameras.
1: <laughs> so that's why we can't have nice things. <laughs>
0: it's why we can't have nice things. Now we have to be watched as we come and go from buying our groceries because some idiot put up a note.
1: Well, it was multiple nice.
0: times. <laughs> Yeah. sorry i was gonna
1: say it was nice when they gave everyone in the building a teddy bear
0: that never happened <laughs> oh nanny cam yes that was i just got joke that was. <laughs> what a that dumb would be dumb funny. joke that would be funny like oh here's a nice uh, i don't think a teddy bear would work because it's mm-hmm. it's not a family building i think sure. we have two apartments in the whole building that could accommodate a family they're almost all one bedroom units oh, okay but i could see them being like here's a new wall sconce mm-hmm. everybody gets a wall sconce <laughs>
1: <laughs> look under your seat there's a wall sconce <laughs>
0: yeah like we're just gonna come install this in your living room okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that Again, that has never happened. They're very nice. It's actually been the same management team the whole time I've lived here. I think we might have gotten, we either got a new owner or like the son of the owner of somebody like stepped up and took over because there's been a, a significantly younger man than I had ever seen before <laughs> being around and who was in charge. All of a sudden I'm like, okay, either you bought the building mm-hmm. or your dad retired and now this is your job. <laughs> But he seems, he's pretty reasonable. Like, it all seems fine. And it's still my, my nice lady apartment managers. But it's sometimes I really, they're, they're senior citizens, both of them. The manager and the release, uh, relief manager are both women, both senior citizens. And so they're the ones out there shoveling the walk and stuff when it snows. Mm. And at at some point you got to hire someone else to do that. Like that, it's starting to feel unsafe to me,
1: (laughs) you know, for them. Yeah.
0: Nuts. No. No, but they're lovely. That's good. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's a little bit about the behind the scenes of where I live. <laughs> Enjoy that, listeners.
1: <laughs> if anybody wants to know what it's like to live in Vancouver, well, I, I think we could uh, transition to talking about another place to live. And I wish I knew the place where this book series happened so that I could complete the segue. Uh,
0: I believe you are referring to Stony Brook, Connecticut.
1: Ah, yes. Let's uh, talk about what it's like to live in Stony Brook, Connecticut. Uh, <laughs> we came up with an idea for a, a fun game, and uh, then I completely forgot about it, and Stevie did the homework that I was supposed to do for it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I also, I sort of went, well, I'll save you the homework, because this is homework that's quick for me to do, and that mm-hmm. might be more challenging for you. So, yes, I, I, I did the homework and then gave it to
1: Chris. Uh, But the the quick game that we're going to do here Well, I don't know why I said quick The game of indeterminate length that we're going to do here Is we're going (laughs) to quiz Stevie about the book series The Babysitter's Club
0: Yes, but let's uh, let's back up and give a little context for this Oh yes, go for Um, it So The Babysitter's Club, as any uh, listeners who are about my age Meaning you were born in the late 70s or early 80s particularly if you are or identify or identified as a girl. Uh, You will probably all know The Babysitter's Club. It was a a very long-running book series. Back in the 80s and 90s, books came out about once a month toward the end of it, which means there were some ghostwriters involved. And it was the story of a group of teenage girls who started their own babysitting business in their hometown of Stony Brook, Connecticut. Now, why is this relevant in 2020? Because Netflix has uh, made a new series based on the original books. They seem, mm-hmm. based on the, the little bits of reviews that I've read, they seem to have done a very good job. Um, I know a couple of people, at least, who are in it, who have divulged mm-hmm. that they are in it. Uh, one of them is our old friend Mark Evan Jackson, that we... that. We have sometimes mentioned on this show, uh, also a, an actor colleague of mine in Vancouver, Shauna Johansson, is in it, uh, and probably some other people I don't know about because they've had to keep it under wraps. So I am looking forward to this in a way that a 42-year-old maybe should not. But, <laughs> but I think it's, it's going to be a delightful respite in stressful times to revisit my fictional friends from my childhood. Um, So we decided with the series coming out, what we're going to do is Chris is going to quiz me on my knowledge of the original book series. And we worked out the percentage of books that I read before I outgrew them because that series went on. (laughs) Like it was still being written when I was far too old for it. Um, And the books have been re-released. So kids are reading them again. Um, But I think we we worked out that I've read about 67% of the books.
1: Yeah, the scoring was that you've read uh, about the first two thirds. So we're going to mark your answers based on that metric, because otherwise we would have to have you try to answer questions from books that there's no way you could have known what the content was. So rather than trying to pre-filter the questions, which I, of course, couldn't do, and you couldn't do without knowing Mm -hmm. the questions, and that's not how quizzes work, uh, we're going to grade you on a curve. So you will have uh, won the quiz if you can answer more than 67, 7% of the questions correctly
0: okay and if i win
1: then <laughs> win. chris
0: will also watch the netflix series and we will discuss and review it on an episode of, our, of this podcast mm-hmm. if i do not win then chris does not have to do that either way <laughs> next time around chris will pick a subject that he knows and i don't and i'll quiz him on that and the same rules will apply
1: yep it's yep. a game show now
0: it's a game show now, at least temporarily. Um, OK, so without further ado, shall we jump in? We should say, uh, I when I say I did the homework, I mean only that I sourced the links for the quizzes that looked appropriate. I have not seen the questions. Yeah. I do not know them. Uh, if we do come across a question where I know I can't know, then I'll either guess. I'll inform Chris that I can't know, <laughs> because I did not read that book. Uh, but I'll either guess or we'll skip the question. I'll probably have to guess, though, if these are Internet quizzes, right?
1: I think we're just going to have to guess because okay. you have to click through the quiz. And also, okay. like, you may get it right. Most These are all multiple choice. So mm-hmm. you'll have, at worst, a one in four chance. Some okay. of these are even one in three. So it's going to go back to uh, our standardized testing, SAT, ACT, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> of our lives that we had hoped was long behind us.
0: <laughs> well, I never had to do that in Canada. Um all
1: right so okay
0: but that's fair and we're sourced we've sourced questions on two different quizzes correct
1: yes i'm just gonna go through them one and then the other and i don't know if i'm gonna even let you know sounds Uh, good but i'll i'll we'll include the links in the show notes if you guys want to i don't know also take a look or quiz your friends
0: (laughs) sounds good all right let's do it
1: (laughs) okay so here we go uh who created the babysitters club christy thomas christy marianne claudia or stacy
0: christy thomas (laughs) the very first book is called christy's great idea
1: okay (laughs) who's the artist in the club is it stacy claudia marianne (laughs) or stacy why is stacy on her twice
0: (laughs) i do not know but the answer is claudia kishi okay yes i know their last names
1: And by the way, I'm not saying if these are correct or not at this stage, because I don't know this uh, particular quiz. Oh, it doesn't quiz, say. Oh, okay. It doesn't say. So I'm, okay. I'm not just being ornery about it.
0: I I know I'm right about those two. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, who's the new girl in this series? Dawn, Stacy, Jenna, Brianna. Dawn. Okay. Good name for the new girl, just thematically <laughs> speaking. Yes, uh, very good. What girl wants to be a part of the babysitters club? And I just want to add that the way this is phrased, or pardon me, the way it's written is it says a part, A P A R T, not a part of. (laughs) But your options are Mackenzie, Mallory, Janine, and Zoe, or Zoe. I don't know. It just says Zoe.
0: The answer is Mallory.
1: Okay, Mallory. Yeah uh what's the name of claudia's smart sister i don't know janine. if she's got a, a dumb one too janine mallory don or mimi janine okay. mimi
0: is claudia's grandmother though
1: okay yeah uh what is don's full name schaefer schooler skatey or Pooley? Pooley? yeah
0: <laughs> don schaefer
1: schaefer okay yeah uh in book three which i presume you have read uh, yes. entitled Marianne Saves the Day. That's not Who book gets... three, that's
0: book four. Well, book there you is... go. Book three is the truth about Stacy.
1: Then you're smarter than this quiz. Who gets right. the idea of trying to make a babysitting club? Uh, is it eighth graders, fifth graders, eleventh graders, or sixth graders? S- sixth
0: graders. No, oh. wait, can you read that again?
1: Oh. Yeah, th- this is not phrased great. Uh, yeah. In in the book, who gets the idea of trying to make a babysitting club? Eighth, fifth, eleventh, or sixth graders. And I think that there was a phenomenally, it's not a great way to ask this question.
0: In Marianne Saves the Day? That's what it says. Oh, this is the subplot. Uh, that would be the eighth eighth graders, I think. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, in the book entitled Claudia and Mean Janine... Why does Janine want Claudia to spend time with Mimi? Uh, Option one, she thinks they aren't spending enough time together. Option two, she thinks that Mimi loves Claudia better than Janine. Option three, she thinks Mimi knows Claudia doesn't like her.
0: I'm going with A.
1: Okay, Uh, this next question, even sort of stranger. But anyway, is Mimi, Claudia, and Janine's grandmother? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Okay,
0: she absolutely is. That part I'm clear on. <laughs>
1: uh, what's Stacy's secret from "quote the truth about Stacy"? Uh, that She's... she is
0: a type one diabetic. There you go. Yep.
1: Okay, that's ten out of ten on Woo-hoo! this particular quiz. Oh, pardon me, that's ten. Sorry, I shouldn't have we said it that way. All ten questions. Yeah. That's ten questions asked and answered. Uh, and do you want to know your score on this part? On part I, A, I do. I do. You scored 9 out of 10 correct.
0: Woo! What did I get wrong?
1: Let's go to see correct answers. Oh, and we can't sign in. Or pardon me. I can't see them without signing in to Goodreads. No. <laughs> <So>. Stupid. <laughs> Let's move on to the other half. Of the okay, list. we'll do
0: that. We'll do that later. But 9 out of 10 is pretty good. I have I, There are only two that I'm not sure about. Okay. And so it's one of those. Okay. Anyway, moving on.
1: Uh, all right, let's start the second quiz here. Uh, who was not one of the four original members? Christy, Marianne, or Shannon? Shannon. Okay. Oh, this gives you the, the results as you go. Do you want to know them as we go? Sure. Okay, that was correct.
0: I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Shannon
0: shows up in book 11. Christy and the Snobs, which was the very first book that I bought with my own allowance by
1: myself. <laughs> cool. Yep. Uh, whose room are meetings held in? Claudia Claudia's. Christy, or Marianne. Okay Claudia.: <laughs> Correct.
0: Sorry, I'll try to let you read the answer.:
1: <laughs> I don't know if I can. It's, uh, like
0: it's like I'm on jeopardy and I have to buzz in, but I'm not competing with anyone, so'll <laughs> <laughs> I'll calm down.:
1: <laughs> Which member of the club is from California? Well, we already know where it takes place, so this would be an easy one for me to it's, get given just all we've done. Stacy Mallory, or Dawn? Dawn. And that's correct, and we already knew she was the new girl, and we know that the book series takes place in Connecticut, so there's an yes. inference-based question. I believe what her is... middle
0: name is Sunshine. I believe her name is Dawn Sunshine
1: Schaefer. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. What is Jesse's official role in the club? Junior officer, treasurer, substitute member?
0: junior officer
1: correct Mm -hmm. which member has a twin Abby, Marianne, or Shannon
0: ah now Abby was added after I stopped reading the books however Mm -hmm. I happen to know that she must be the answer because the other two girls do not have twins so it must be Abby
1: you're correct woohoo (laughs) Who is the first member of the club to have a boyfriend? Christy, Claudia, or Marianne?
0: Weirdly, if you know the books, weirdly, Marianne.
1: (laughs) That's correct as well. (laughs) Yeah. Why is that weird? weird?
0: She's the last one you'd expect, except maybe Christy. If you were writing this now, Christy's a lesbian, but it was the 80s, so she's not. (laughs) But she should be.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: But Marianne was the, the shyest one, the one you would least expect ever to talk to a boy. But in book mm. 10, Logan likes Marianne. It happens. And Marianne gets a boyfriend <laughs> and his name is Logan Bruno and he's from Kentucky. Next question. Wow,
1: well, I did not know what I was getting myself into at this game. There's a what lot is... of stuff
0: in my brain that's been hanging out there since the 80s, apparently.
1: <laughs> what is the name of Christie's stepfather? Is it Wyatt, Watson, or William?
0: <laughs> Watson. Watson Brewer. That's terrible too. Yeah, again, eighties.
1: What type of team does Christy coach? Bowling, soccer, or softball?
0: Softball. Christy's Crushers.
1: (laughs) Do they ever? (laughs) They ever play the Rockford Peaches?
0: (laughs) No, sadly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What is California's answer to the BSC? BSC West, We Love Kids Club, or Kids Incorporated?
0: We Love Kids Club. There's a book called Dawn Correct. and the We Love Kids Club. Yeah.
1: Uh oh, who is the biggest enemy of the BSC members? Terry, dun, dun, dun. Cokie, or Cindy?
0: Oh, Cokie. I remember Cokie. We hate her.
1: <laughs> Noted. <laughs> what is quote the truth about Stacy unquote? Oh, she again? Has diabetes. <laughs> she is adopted. She has a twin.
0: She has diabetes. Which is not a shameful thing, but in the '80s, a thirteen-year-old felt like she needed to hide that for some reason. It didn't last long. I think we actually find out in we find out in book one. Maybe I think the reader finds out early, and then it's like there's a whole thing in book three.
1: All right. Uh, Which two club members become stepsisters during the series? Don and Marianne. Marianne, Jesse and Mallory. Don and Marianne.
0: Don and Marianne.
1: Correct. Uh, What is Jackie Radowski's nickname? Carrot Top, (laughs) The Walking Disaster, which is real mean. Uh, He Who Must Not Be Named. I think this is... uh,
0: The Walking Disaster. Jackie Radowski is The Walking Disaster.
1: He's just always a a mess.
0: Um, He's a sweet boy. He's just such a mess. Like he's always covered in mud and falling down. (laughs) It's not his fault. Oh he's like, he's like the kid who scores a goal for the other team and doesn't know, <laughs> you know, he's that kid. I love him.
1: Terrible. <laughs> okay. What camp do the girls work at in one of the BSC super specials?
0: Ooh, we're doing super specials. Okay.
1: Uh, Camp Tomahawk, I think spelled wrong. Uh, Camp Westwood or Camp Mohawk?
0: Oh, God. All of those are problematic. Mm
1: uh-huh. hmm.
0: Now I know I read this one. Tomahawk, Mohawk or Westwood? Yeah. Dear god, let it be Westwood. <laughs> Don't. know. I think it might be tomahawk. Oh no.
1: Is it Tomahawk? It no, it was not. It was Mohawk.
0: Okay. I didn't I didn't know. Either way, get it together Anna and Martin. <laughs> what
1: are you doing?
0: <laughs> Should have been Westwood. All right. I'll accept getting that one wrong.
1: <laughs> How do the club members <laughs> spend their money after winning the lottery? New well, that stuff must also be a super kits, special. Trip to California, new cars for each member.
0: <laughs> They're not old enough to drive.
1: Well, win the lottery, you <laughs> win the lottery, man. We all have blank check.
0: Uh they went to California.
1: Hooray. Yeah. Also I know blank check is not about winning the lottery, don't at me. Uh who lands <laughs> the lead when the BSC acts in Peter Pan, Jesse, Chrissy, or Stacy?
0: Christy.
1: Correct.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and other people are mad about it, as I recall.
1: <laughs> uh, well, why would you have a story if somebody was mad about something? Well, what Jesse's is, a
0: dancer, so.
1: <laughs> okay. What is <laughs> yeah. the club's favorite beach town? Cape Cod, Ocean Pines, or Sea City? I think it's Sea City. It sounds like something out of DC Comics. Oh, it's correct. Yes. Book eight. (laughs) Who is Stacy's favorite person to babysit? Charlotte Johansson, Nikki Pike, or Karen Brewer?
0: Charlotte Johansson.
1: There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Keep going. Who is Jesse's babysitter from book number thirty-six? Grandma Mary, Aunt Cecilia, Cousin Claire.
0: Who? I wish they would give me the book title. That might twig something.
1: Uh, Well, Jesse's babysitter is in quotes, so that. Oh, that was the title. That
0: was the title, Jesse. Right. I want to go with grandma. I think it was grandma.
1: Incorrect. It was Aunt. Oh,
0: that mm, that did sound familiar. Oh well.
1: (laughs) Uh, Which family fosters the worst kid ever? That's capitalized. Uh, The Newtons, the Arnolds, or the. Ooh, there we go. Papdaxies. The
0: Papadakis.
1: Sorry, yeah. The text on this is small. Oh, I should okay. have increased the size of it so I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> oh, so, can you read that again? Which family fosters the worst kid uh-huh. ever? The Newtons, the Arnolds, or the Papdakis? The They're the
0: Papadakis's. Uh, but the I believe well, it's not spelled I that way.
1: It's just spelled P-A-P-D-A-K-I-S-E-S. Papadakis. Yeah, except there's...
0: Oh, they didn't pluralize it. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, it should be ES at the end for the whole family. Uh, anyway, I, mm-hmm. I believe the answer is the Newtons.
1: Oop, nope. It was the Greek sounding oh. name.
0: okay. I must be thinking of the wrong book. I knew it wasn't the Arnolds. Those are twin girls.
1: All right. What is the junk bucket? Oh, <laughs>
0: i think it's is there multiple choice for this
1: oh yeah a car a box of toys claudia's messy room you've been guessing so much I oh oh think, uh <laughs>
0: it's a car i think it's christy's older brother's car yep.
1: yeah old bonus points older brother named
0: uh either charlie or sam she had two charlie,
1: charlie. had the car okay <laughs> she not not she real also had points. a oh okay she also had a younger
0: brother named david michael if that helps <laughs>
1: That doesn't help. Uh, who shows up out of the blue in Christie's big news? The first book in the Forever Friends collection: Christie's dad, Christie's long-lost brother, Christie's birth mother.
0: Wow, uh, I did not read that. I, that's a different series. Um, but I'm going to go with mm-hmm. Christie's dad because he was very absent. Correct. Yeah.
1: Who do Claudia and Stacy fight over in Stacy versus Claudia? Jeremy, Stephen, or Sam?
0: Oh. I don't remember this one. Mm. Jeremy, Stephen, or Sam? I wonder if it's the same Sam. That would be awkward. I'm going with Sam. Because that's high drama if it's Christy's brother, answer. Sam. Oh, is it Jeremy? It's Aww. Jeremy. well. That might be after I stopped reading. I don't remember that one. But also, I read like Uh, 80-some-odd books, so a lot (laughs) of stuff happened.
1: (laughs) Who is sending creepy notes to the club in Beware Dawn? Mr. Fear, Mr. X, or Zodiac? Good God. I'm
0: pretty sure it was Mr. X. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. I'd forgotten about Beware
1: Dawn. (laughs) This is the second book in the BSC mystery series. I guess this is one of the spinoffs you Yes,
0: mentioned. okay, yeah. I do remember the title, though, so I must have... Well, I'm going to say I must have read it, but it's also possible I just saw it in a bookstore. <laughs> yeah. I definitely remember that title.
1: Which of the club members has to repeat seventh grade? Claudia, Jesse, or Stacey? Oh, poor Claudia. It's Claudia. Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, in in the description, because these all have an explanation of the oh, answer. Okay. It's says, M- making things even worse is the fact that Claudia's sister, Janine, is a certified genius. She is.
0: And Claudia is... <laughs> it just makes Claudia's me... Claudia is very bad at school. And particularly bad at math. What makes me
1: think, does she have a certification? Can we see that paper? I believe please? she
0: does. <laughs> 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 like, you know, like she has the IQ that would qualify. It's... Sure. it's that's They sure. don't... they those two are very different they don't get along hence claudia and mean janine
1: uh so janine's in mensa okay good to something know. like that yeah where is that spooky dwelling located in babysitter's haunted house the first super mystery in the series never read it maine maryland or massachusetts well come on if there's a haunted house it's probably in maine
0: yeah most likely i would also go with massachusetts but let's go with maine
1: Hey! Turns out that Yay! was correct.
0: We both guessed on that one. You get a point for that.
1: <laughs> oh, I get a point for knowing Stephen King. Exists. Well, yeah, I mean,
0: of course, <laughs> <laughs> everything creepy happens in Maine. Which,
1: yep. Which club members end up shipwrecked in Babysitter's Island adventure? Oh, I Love that one. Mallory and Jesse, Christie and Marianne, Dawn and Claudia. Dawn
0: and Claudia. Correct. Yep. That's a great one. That's one of the all-time great super specials.
1: <laughs> well, maybe there'll be a shipwreck in this They show. live in a
0: cave. <laughs> they have to deal with a fever. It's very okay, exciting. Okay, here's
1: one. Uh, <laughs> whose house burns down in the final book in the regular series? Oh. Christy, Claudia, or Marianne?
0: Oh. Uh, well, I didn't read it but i'm gonna go with marianne okay it wouldn't matter if it were Christie's. they're so rich they just wouldn't matter
1: <laughs> correct marianne loses her home in book number one thirty. oh my god
0: and they left it there anna martin if you're listening i would like to have a word
1: <laughs> what are you doing her cat her cat wakes her up so she escapes safely and her family moves in with Christie until they can get back on their feet
0: oh, okay Oh, that's nice, I guess. oh, wait, that's not just Marianne's house. That's Don's house by then. Oh, that was that oh, was an old go. house. Because, well, here's the thing. Are you the fire marshal <laughs> now? No. Well, Christy... Stevie, were there any
1: traces of an accelerant? Uh,
0: Christy and Marianne, when the books start, Christy and Marianne are next-door neighbors. And then Christy's mother marries Watson Brewer, who's like a millionaire, and they move across town to the rich side. And Christy, conti- er, mm. Marianne continues to live where she did, which is also across the street from Claudia's house. So the club made a lot of sense when we all lived on the same block because Stacy's like around the corner. Yeah. But later on, and I could... I couldn't off the top of my head tell you which book. Uh, Stacy's no. Marianne's dad, who is widowed. <laughs> Marianne's mom is dead from the beginning of the show, the series. Um, Marianne's father and Don's mother, who is divorced, get together. Turns out they were high school sweethearts. They get together. They get married. Marianne and her dad and her cat, Tigger, move into dawn's house which is like an old weird farmhouse with a barn and a secret passage and like if anything cool. was going to burn down it would be that house <laughs> sure <Anyway. laughs> sorry i went on a little nostalgic journey right there uh next next That's question okay. or was that it
1: no there's unbelievably there's okay. no more uh which younger sibling of a bsc member gets a spin-off series? spin-off Karen Brewer, Becca Ramsey, Vanessa Pike
0: Uh, Karen Brewer
1: Okay The
0: Babysitter's Little Sister series
1: Yep Lasted almost as long as the original series And spawned its own spin-off What? (laughs) This is like the Law and Order expanded universe Anna Martin must be a very rich woman (laughs) Uh, Yeah I wonder
0: what the spin-off to the spin-off was I don't want to know
1: It was called The Kids in Ms. Coleman's Class uh, speaking of which, not of kids, but of how many of the two hundred and thirteen BSC books did Anne M. Martin write? Zero, sixty, or two hundred and thirteen?
0: I thought it was one hundred and thirteen.
1: Well, I think they're counting mm-hmm. spin offs and such.
0: Oh, all of the okay, sure. Yeah.
1: Was it zero? Well, was it sixty, or was it all two thirteen?
0: She's credited on all of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, many of them thank a second writer for their help in preparing this manuscript uh-huh. so my my guess is that the true number is 60 okay
1: cuz it can't be but 0 but they might
0: right? it, it's de- it's not 0 she's a real person <laughs> i know i once spoke to her over the radio on a children's show wow when i was a child um so she's a real person uh i think probably she wrote i could see that she maybe wrote 60 of them completely by herself
1: okay
0: if we're counting everything but i wouldn't be surprised if they say all 213 if they're just counting the fact that she was credited
1: no it's it was 60 Woo-hoo. uh and that was the final answer or final question oh, and the final answer that's a lot of questions yeah, it was, how'd i it do it was 30 uh Okay. You scored. So I answered forty questions. Yes, you answered a total of forty questions. The average score on this uh, second half uh, is Mm seventy-eight. Your score was eighty-seven (laughs) percent. So I'm
0: amazing.
1: Twenty-six (laughs) out of i I've read these books since I was a kid. (laughs) And I think if we, I'm not going to actually do the math here. I only got four wrong. But you got five out of fifty or five of forty wrong. So your okay. total is way over the sixty seven percent it needed today. yes unsurprisingly
0: <laughs> so i got I got thirty five out of forty was my score
1: uh th- let's see twenty six out of thirty and nine out of ten is yeah okay I have to do math out loud because I was an English major and a history major, and that's I have to
0: do it on a calculator for the exact same <laughs> reason um. 80, 87% is what I get.
1: Yeah, thereabouts.
0: Or 87.5%. Oh, so total. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought it was just on the second quiz. Yeah, yeah. all right. Well, so you know what this means. Uh, you have to watch the <laughs> Babysitter's Club show on Netflix with me, and then we have to talk about it on the podcast. So, uh, listeners, get ready for our Babysitter's Club themed episode.
1: Probably coming in August, given our release um, schedule.
0: <laughs> probably, yeah. It drops on July 3rd, mm-hmm. which I think is next Friday. Uh, I will be on a staycation by that point, so I all might right. just—I well, don't know how long the episodes are, but half an hour maybe. Um, so I'll probably just watch it <laughs> all in a in a short binge. <laughs> but you can take your time.
1: <laughs> oh boy, what a what a treasure!
0: <laughs> You're gonna love it. It's delightful. They're adorable. That's the, I will say like having seen the the newest like the extended trailer that just came out they dropped a teaser a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and then they dropped a full like two minute trailer and I was watching it and um, it it looks perfect like it's delightful <laughs> they they did cast girls who appear to actually be the age that the characters are supposed to be so we don't have a nine oh two the situation yeah um, where the somehow the teenagers are, are 25 like these girls are they look to be somewhere between about 12 and 14 which is appropriate it's exactly where they should be um, they've stayed very true to the original they've done a couple of things to sort of bring it um, into the modern age and increase inclusion mm-hmm. um, That's good. so in the original book series there are seven core members of the BSC and five of them are white mm. Um, that ratio has been improved for the series, so uh, Marianne is biracial in the new show, and um, Dawn is now a person of color instead of our blonde Californian, and I think that's a good, I think that's a good step. I think there's no reason why those girls had to be white, there's nothing. Sure, yeah like there's there's nothing contextual to the show that hinges on anyone being other than uh, Claudia Claudia has to be Japanese okay. and Jesse has to be black those are those are parts of their character, their races inform their characters. Yeah. So the characters who were originally people of color, yes, did absolutely need to stay that way. And they did. And I'm glad they did, but there were a lot of white girls running around. And um, <laughs> I think it was a good idea to change that. And then they, they you know, like they, the Baby Babysir's club has a website now and they check their click throughs. And although they do yeah. also apparently have a landline and they got an old phone off Etsy that if, you'll probably remember the old clear phones where you could mm-hmm. see all the yeah. controls inside that were colored.
1: Yeah, those are So fun. they have
0: one of, yeah, they have one of those. And there's a moment in the trailer where they plugged in, they're like, do we even know if this works? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or how this works? Because <laughs> we're born the, in the yeah. 21st century. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, because that's true. They would have been born in the mid 2000s. In the Bush administration.
1: Imagine that
0: yeah well, it's like my niece is is fourteen yeah. and she was born in o five so yeah, if you're thirteen now, you were born in like two thousand seven um anyway i th- I actually think it looks like they've done a really a really good job of it, and it looks really sweet and um with you know the world being a dumpster fire, <laughs> I'm quite happy to sit and watch some nice girls start a babysitting business and then enjoy that now the because there was a series around 1990 that was made for tv that was only a few episodes and at that point i was still roughly the age of the girls like i
1: think mm-hmm. i was 12 and 90. okay
0: um so like 90 91 somewhere in that era so i was 12 13 i was about the same age the characters were i started reading these books when i was eight or nine um and but now it's the adults who are my age like i'm yeah. now the age of the babysitter's club parents yep. and there's a bit of a joy in looking at the casting of the parents, the ones that I know of, and being like, oh, like it, it filmed here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, that's a friend of mine. Oh, that's a friend of mine. Oh, that's Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> <laughs> Who is just about my age. So um, it's it's weird to be at that, at the stage of being the age of the parents, Of a thing that I enjoyed when I was a kid. If that makes sense. I know that was a terrible sentence. Um, But I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. No, that's Um. always an interesting thing to revisit things sort of with... I was going to say fresh eyes but it's the opposite of that <laughs> wearied eyes to look back on like <laughs> oh this thing that I liked when I was a kid my experience of this phenomenon is getting older than the adults in the things that I watched when I was a kid and sort of thinking mm. back on like okay there's I think when you're up until like 20s say everybody older than you just feel sort of monolithic like yes. it, there's there's People about your age, there's children, and then there's Mm -hmm. adults. And like yes. maybe somewhere there's super old adults, but adults are basically adults. And to look for basically, myself like until going, they get super old. Yeah, exactly. But going through my 30s and thinking like, oh, I'm now older than Tom Cruise was in this movie that I'm watching that I used to watch as a 12 year old, as a 15 year old, as an 18, like all the way up through. And like, yeah. now I'm older than this character was. And so like, I have more of an understanding of what the portrayal of this person, fictional person was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the idea of having just your life experience weight differently in your mind is always fascinating.
0: It's a weird feeling. And you see things differently. So I I'm interested to see what it's like to watch this show now being, like, the mm-hmm. parental generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. I don't know if I'll watch it long term because I am an adult, but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, we all need a little bit of escapism and I will say as a, a person who literally has like a shelf full of Lego models mm-hmm. not so far out of frame as <laughs> we're Skyping, uh, adulthood is what you bring to the equation. It's not something foisted upon you. Like I think in in the in the last century or so the radical redefinition of what adulthood means has only been a good thing mm-hmm. it's just about how we contextualize like behavior as opposed to you know values and so yeah. what do you what do you care about what does that mean you know are you are you being a gatekeeper to certain things mm. and like this is something that i notice a lot and this is a huge thing to talk about and I, we need to wrap up so i'm just going to touch on it real quickly but the division in the states especially between like acceptable behavior for adults revolving around sports versus acceptable behavior for adults revolving around say comic books or toys or other things
0: we could do a whole episode on that, and maybe we will. Because, yeah, yeah, I've had that conversation, particularly with adults, like, a generation older than me. Yeah. And sort of tried to get them to say, like, I just want to know, why is it that if sports is your thing, you can buy all the, like, not uh-huh. not if you play, but if you watch. Yeah. You can buy the jersey and walk around, in it and that's okay. But it's not okay. It's it's also okay to walk around in a T-shirt from, like, a rock concert. Yeah. But it's not okay to walk around in a T-shirt from a comic book, yeah. like a Superman T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Why is that? What's Truly, what's the difference if you're a spectator? It's one thing if you're playing on the team, but assuming you're not, that's not your jersey. But, you know, what's the difference? And, and the only answer I ever get is like, well, it's just different. Yeah. But it's not. It's not different at all. It's just different forms of entertainment. And there's nothing wrong with wearing a T-shirt for your favorite... Um, cartoon or podcast or comic book <laughs> series or movie or whatever. Like yeah. it's, we have to destigmatize that. It's because what people are responding to is that's nerdy. That's for smart people who read. I need to make fun of that. This is macho.
1: Yeah, we should definitely spend. And that, I think that's bullshit. A whole episode talking about like male power fantasy yeah. stuff because there's a lot of uh, rich veins to mine there. But uh, I think we're going to mm-hmm. wrap it up now because we're trying to keep these episodes shorter for you guys. So I'm gonna. We're say, trying.
0: We're failing, but we're trying. Aside from our accidentally <laughs>
1: branded content of a program, and Netflix, please sponsor us.
0: <laughs> please sponsor us. Uh, please cast you? me, Rachel Shukert, if you're listening. <laughs> We don't know each other, but we've talked on Twitter a couple of times, and I know you're the showrunner for the Babysitter's Club, and please, I would like to be on it, please.
1: <laughs> what Season would you, two. What would you like to plug that's happened already and has not yet happened?
0: <laughs> oh, um, well, good old Honestly Charlotte. Mm-hmm. is still out there for your viewing pleasure. Um, HonestlyCharlotte.com. Uh, if, if wherever you are is running a, a Hallmark movie marathon, because I imagine someone is during quarantine times, uh you could watch match up no that was the original title a valentine's match you could watch a valentine's match and i'm in the last five minutes of it um you can follow me on twitter and instagram at stevie kj and you can find all of the things at steviejackson.ca chris what would you like to plug
1: I'm just gonna direct everybody to the website chrismroyce. dot uh, Say hi on Twitter. Not really doing much with Instagram, but say hi there too if you feel like it. Both of those are Chris M. Royce. I'll have more stuff coming later this summer and more fun stuff after that. I'm a content machine. I never sleep. I only produce content. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we we power him down about once a year to recharge.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: there he goes. All right. Well. <laughs> thank you for listening and we will talk to you next time
1: wear a mask
0: wash your hands